Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 174 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about what our expectations are for this class of rookie quarterbacks. There were five quarterbacks taken in the first round in this past draft. Trevor Lawrence by the Jaguars, Zach Wilson by the Jets, Trey Lance by the 49ers, Justin Fields by the Bears, and Mac Jones by the Patriots. I want to talk about what our actual expectations are for these players. Are they realistic or are our standards for the quarterback impossible to reach? So let's talk about these five quarterbacks one by one. Let's start with Trevor Lawrence, the most talked about college quarterback coming to the NFL since Andrew Luck. Our expectations for this guy are super high, but I feel like Trevor Lawrence is in a terrific situation. Do you know why I feel that way? Because there are zero expectations for the Jaguars. We all know they are a terrible organization. The pressure is on Trevor Lawrence as a player. And I think it's better as a player to have the expectations be on you than for it to be on the team. The Jaguars can win five games, but if Trevor Lawrence puts up big stats, we are going to say he had a successful year. There is zero expectations for the Jaguars to be a postseason team or even to win five to seven games. There are zero expectations. So Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to develop as the year goes on and all he has to do is put up numbers and I think he's capable of doing that. I think is this is the perfect ideal situation for the number one overall quarterback. Yeah, I hear all these people talk about, oh, you want to be on a winning team, always oh, going to go through the beatings or whatever. He doesn't have a good offensive line. I don't care. I think this is the type of situation you want to be in as the number one pick in the NFL. You're not going to be the number one pick in the NFL and go to a good team. And look at the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They don't have good quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence has the chance to be the absolute best player in franchise history. We talk about this a lot. I would rather be the best player in the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise history than to be the 10th best New York Giant. The New York Giants have a history of success. The Jacksonville Jaguars do not. The New York Giants have tons of Hall of Fame players. The Jacksonville Jaguars do not. Trevor Lawrence has a chance to be the face of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and people are talking about the fact that Urban Meyer is his head coach. None of that will matter. If Trevor Lawrence is able to produce like we all think he's going to, I think this is a good fit for him in Jacksonville. And I think as the season goes on, we're going to see more and more from Trevor Lawrence. And then if a few years from now they are a playoff team, then this will have worked. But again, I think this is what you want as a quarterback going to a new team. All the expectations are on you as a player and not on the team. If the expectations were Trevor Lawrence comes in and they have to win games, I don't think that that's possible. But the expectations are for Trevor Lawrence to be a viable starter in the NFL, and I think that's something we all think he can be. I think this is the best fit for Trevor Lawrence. And I think the Jaguars being a disaster of a franchise is actually doing him a favor. There are zero expectations on the team. So far this year, they've already gone through the whole Tim Tebow madness. Now we're questioning Urban Meyer as a head coach. You know who we're not having questions about? Trevor Lawrence as a football player, and 
I think that's how Trevor Lawrence wants it. That's how I would want it. He gets to easily develop, and the more good he shows, the more he has a chance to be the first franchise quarterback in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So when it comes to expectations for the number one overall pick in the NFL, I think Trevor Lawrence is in a pretty nice spot right now. I mean, look at last year with Joe Burrow. We all now think Joe Burrow is a decent quarterback in the NFL. There were actual no expectations for the Bengals to win football games. It's about them developing and becoming a star player. Joe Burrow looks pretty nice. If the same thing happens with Trevor Lawrence, then he is in the ideal situation. I love where Trevor Lawrence is right now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then you get to Zach Wilson, who is playing in New York, who are desperate for their first superstar quarterback since Joe Namath. I mean, the Jets have been desperate for a quarterback. And recently, things have not worked out with them. Their quarterbacks, Mark Sanchez, never approved upon his early success. Geno Smith was talented but inconsistent. And they never put enough talent around Sam Darnold. I think my biggest issues with the Jets is this. That they have had a defensive-minded head coach while having young quarterbacks. Mark Sanchez played for Rex Ryan and Sam Darnold played with Todd Bowles. Yeah, they brought in Adam Gaze, but that's not enough and it was too late. And now they have Wilson with Robert Sala and he might be a great coach, but my philosophy is a young quarterback needs an offensive-minded head coach. Goff had Sean McVay and Pat Mahomes had Andy Reid. That's why these guys were able to flourish. And one of Andrew Luck's best seasons in the NFL was when he was coached by Bruce Arians. I think having an offensive-minded head coach is important for a young quarterback because your entire franchise is based on the success of that quarterback. The future of the New York Jets is in the hands of Zach Wilson, and I don't think Robert Sala being a defensive-minded coach is helping out that situation. They should have brought in an offensive-minded guy. That's why I think it's crazy that Josh McDaniels is not the head coach of an NFL franchise right now. Get a young quarterback, draft your next face of the franchise, and pair him with Josh McDaniels. More teams need to hire offensive-minded head coaches. That's what San Francisco is doing with Kyle Shanahan. That's what the Rams are doing with Sean McVay. If you have a young quarterback on the rise, you need to pair him with an offensive-minded genius. All the pressure right now is on Zach Wilson because what just occurred with Sam Darnold, and it doesn't help that now Sam Darnold is now 3-0 with the Carolina Panthers, and Zach Wilson is coming off of a Week 2 loss to the New England Patriots where he threw four interceptions. I mean, history looks like it's repeating itself with the New York Jets. Although, I'll say this, it's way too soon to lose hope on Zach Wilson. My issue is who the head coach of the Jets is. Pair him with an offensive-minded guy, and I think Josh Wilson would have had better earlier success than what he's having right now. If your entire future is in the hands of Zach Wilson, why would you not put him with an offensive-minded guy to make sure your offense looks adequate. Right now, the New York Jets offense looks like a complete and utter disaster. I mean, the two biggest failures for the New York Jets right now is they have not surrounded their rookie quarterback with offensive talent, and they have not surrounded him with an offensive-minded head coach. That's what I think makes early success for these rookie quarterbacks, is that they're surrounded by offensive-minded coaches who 
know what they're talking about when it comes to the offense. The entire future is in the hands of Zach Wilson. Let me reiterate that if they get Zach Wilson wrong, they have to reset and go over this again and again and again and again. Right now, Sam Darnold is showing that if you put him with an offensive-minded head coach and Matt Rule, who is running a system that is showing that Sam Darnold can have success, that makes the Jets look terrible. And hopefully things turn around for Zach Wilson. I want to talk about Mac Jones and the Patriots because I, as a Patriot fan, have mixed feelings about the position that the Patriots have put Mac Jones in. I mean, they spent so much money this offseason that there is actual expectations that the New England Patriots are going to win football games. And I think that is the absolute worst scenario to put a young quarterback in. I mean, the expectations is not for Mac Jones to put up stats. It's not for him to look good in games. It's for him to win football games. The fan base is clamoring for the Patriots to win 10, 11, 12, even 13 games in some cases. I mean, people have gone so overboard with their expectations for this team, and part of that is because of the history with the franchise. Tom Brady winning the six Super Bowls, we all know about that, but a lot of it has to do with the money they spent this offseason. They brought in two star tight ends in Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, and early on, Mac Jones has not been a touchdown machine. They are 1-1, one one. they're going into a game with the Saints, and then they're playing the Buccaneers. So maybe by the end of the if they're 2-2, two and two, that's not so bad. But there's also a scenario where they're 1-3 and people have all these expectations. I think Mac Jones is in a worse situation than what Trevor Lawrence is with the Jaguars because there are no expectations for Trevor Lawrence to win football games. All he has to do is get better at better at playing the quarterback position. All the pressure is on Mac Jones to win meaningful football games. And that just doesn't happen with regular when it comes to rookie quarterbacks. They're going to go through their ups and downs. And yes, I hear this a lot. All he has to do is be a game manager. How many rookie quarterbacks do you know are good game managers? They're going to make mistakes at some point. Mac Jones is not going to be a consistent game manager in the way that Alex Smith was with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, when Alex Smith was doing that, he was in year eight or nine in the league. Guess Guess what? Alex Smith was not a very good game manager when he was with the San Francisco 49ers until about year four or five. I mean, what are we talking about? I think the expectations for Mac Jones is way too high because we're not putting expectations as him as a player. We're putting all of our expectations on the team. I think when it comes to rookie quarterback expectations for the player, it's good for the expectations to be on you as a player developing, not on the team winning. And the expectations right now are for Mac Jones and the Patriots to win and to compete for the AFC East title. And I think the Buffalo Bills are a lot better than them. I think the Patriots could make the postseason, but I would not be surprised if they missed the postseason. I think Mac Jones is in a tough situation right now. Which gets me back to the reason that bringing Cam Newton back in the first place was a terrible mistake. What the Patriots should have done is bring in a veteran quarterback like a Gardner Minshew 
Minshew or a Ryan Fitzpatrick to be your quarterback for this season, especially after you spend all of that money. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is all going to work out and the Patriots are going to win 10, 11, or 12 games, but I don't realistically see that happening with a rookie quarterback. And if they do it with him being a game manager, then he might be the best game manager rookie I've ever seen. But in the history of the NFL, that doesn't really happen. You don't get great game managing rookie quarterbacks right off the bat. The game managers are usually the guys who have experience. Which is why I kind of question what the Patriots are doing with Mac Jones. They're not really trying to develop him as a rookie quarterback. They're trying to win football games, which is I think is the backwards way of looking at things. I think what you should do with rookie quarterbacks is try to develop them to be your franchise quarterback. Winning in year one or winning in year two doesn't matter. What matters is in five to six years from now, Mac Jones is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League and you've spent all this money and everyone is talking about this year and this expectations. This year doesn't matter. What matters is the future of your organization. Just because you won the six Super Bowls, that doesn't matter. What matters is five to six to seven years from now, you have your franchise guy and that better be Mac Jones. I think when you draft a rookie quarterback in the first round and you name him your starter for that year, I don't think winning should be the most important thing on your mind. And I think the problem with the Patriots is right now, winning seems to be the only thing on their minds. It should be about the development of Mac Jones. Yes, you spent all of that money. I think that was kind of ludicrous to spend all of that money and to start a rookie quarterback. I think that's the mistake of this team. So there's this weird in-between about it being about all about this year and all about the future. I think it needs to be about one or the other. Because let's say the Patriots do win 11 or 12 games this year and Mac Jones isn't the biggest reason why and it's because they're talented roster and they make the postseason. Let's say they win a playoff game, but let's say three or four years are now. He's still just a game manager and you're not making the postseason and he's not leveling up as a quarterback. You're going to look back at that and say that was a mistake because you want Mac Jones to be a franchise quarterback. The expectations should not be he's going to be a game manager who can win some football games. And listen, I don't know if he's just a game manager. I want to see how this year plays out. I just don't like what I see so far from the Patriots. I know they're one and one. The expectations are too high for a team that just drafted a rookie quarterback with the 15th overall pick and are starting him. If you wanted this year to be all about winning, then the Patriots should be playing a veteran quarterback. In Chicago and San Francisco, both teams are sitting their future quarterbacks behind veterans. What I think the Patriots should be doing. The Bears are playing Andy Dalton ahead of Justin Fields and the Niners are sitting Trey Lance in favor of Jimmy Garoppolo. The big difference, of course, is the Niners are still playing a guy who has taken them to the Super Bowl in Garoppolo while the Bears are playing Dalton, a guy who has been bad these last few years, especially last year in Dallas. I understand why Bears fans are annoyed. I mean, in that franchise history, they have never really had a great franchise quarterback. Yeah, they had Jay Cutler, who I was a fan of, but still, for Jay Cutler to be arguably the greatest quarterback in franchise history is not what you want to see. What I find most annoying about both of these teams' approaches to Justin Fields and Trey Lance is that they're putting them in the game at all. Either name these guys the starters or sit them like they're redshirt freshmen. I think the more you play them, the more of these fan bases' expectations will be that you're going to give them the 
starting job. And I do think Justin Fields is going to start for the Bears in like week five or week six. It's going to get to that point where Andy Dalton is going to play so badly that the Bears are going to have to give Justin Fields the job. And the expectations will be that Justin Fields is going to have to win some games, which I think is a big mistake for Trey Lance and the Niners. Why they're playing Garoppolo is because they still have expectations of being a Super Bowl contender. I think what the Niners are doing is the ideal way you should draft a rookie quarterback and try to be a winning team. It's why everyone wanted the Patriots to get Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place. You have Jimmy Garoppolo and then you draft the next guy and then you can move on from there. You can still compete well developing your future quarterback. That's what the Niners are doing and I think that's the best way to both win and develop young quarterbacks. Look at the recent success stories that have happened doing that so far. I mean, Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre. Those two guys exploded onto the scene with almost no expectations. I mean, those teams were still able to compete while also finding that next franchise quarterback. I guess my overall thesis for this podcast episode is the here and now does not matter when it pertains to rookie quarterbacks. What matters is the future. It doesn't matter if Mac Jones wins 10 games this year with the Patriots and makes the postseason. It matters where he is in the next four to five years. The same with Trevor Lawrence. The same with Justin Fields. The same with Trey Lance. The same with Zach Wilson. Remember Robert Griffin III? He had one of the best rookie seasons of all time in the National Football League. He took Washington to the postseason. We all said he was better than Andrew Luck. And then in the coming years, he struggled mightily. It didn't matter. And then you have guys who are late bloomers, and some of these guys will be late bloomers. In the first three or four years of his career, Josh Allen was average at best. Now he's viewed as a top five quarterback in the NFL. The here and now does not matter. What matters is, will these guys develop into consistent franchise quarterbacks? I think early on in all of their careers, it should be about them developing as players more so than the success of each of those individual teams. That's what it should be about. It should be about Mac Jones as a player, not the Patriots as a franchise. It should be about Justin Fields as a player, not about the Chicago Bear franchise. That's why I think out of all five of those quarterbacks, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think Trevor Lawrence is in the best case situation for a guy who's trying to be groomed to be a franchise quarterback. There are zero expectations on the Jaguars. When I view the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't care about them one lick. They don't have a history. They don't have an aura. They don't have success. They don't have Super Bowls. The Patriots do. That comes with baggage. That's why Trevor Lawrence might be able to succeed more so than any of those other guys because what Trevor Lawrence has going for him is he doesn't have the ghost of Tom Brady, Payne Manning, or Brett Favre looking behind him. He is the Jacksonville Jaguars. The entire franchise is on his shoulder and the expectations are for him to be a great player, not about them winning football games because they know winning football games doesn't matter right now. What matters is in five to ten years, Trevor Lawrence is looked at as one of the most elite quarterbacks in the National Football League and I think there's a pretty good chance that is going to happen. I like how they're doing things. Listen, when it comes to expectations and rookie quarterbacks, it should never be about winning football games in year one. That's not important. No 
rookie quarterback is going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just going to put that out right now. None of these five guys are going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe one or two of them are going to make the postseason and that'll be a nice story, but I don't think that will matter. What will matter is if they become legitimate franchise quarterbacks. They are first round picks. It's about the future. It's not about the now. I think when people view these things, they talk too much about what's going on right now. They are the future of those teams. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.